Hey guys, my name's Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I had money, would I buy on the company or would I pass on it? Before we start, don't forget to subscribe to get info on new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So like always, I'm going to use a website known as LazyFA.com, which allows me to see all this financial information in a quick visual format. Today we're going to take a look at Logitech. Alright guys, we're right now in the income statement of Logitech. We're going to take a look at the quarterly data because Logitech did quarter earnings this past January a few weeks ago. So we'll take a look at the quarter data this time instead of annual data. So here we're going to take a look at revenue. Revenue compared to last quarter has increased. Last quarter was $812 million. This year was 864 million cost of revenue surprisingly seems to be pretty intact so that's good to see that means we're going to see an increase in gross profit in the next tab so this year's cost of revenue was 540 million last year was 536 around the same quarter so an increase of only 4 million dollars of cost of revenue where revenue increased by over 50 million dollars so that's that's definitely a great thing to see Revenue increasing at such a high rate compared to cost of revenue. And here we can see gross profit. It's been the highest gross profit they've had per quarter. Last quarter three, gross profit was 275. This year, it was $323 million. And due to that net income, I want to make sure they're, they're saving. They're able to keep that money they're, they're selling. And this seems to be, so far, one of their highest net income quarters. So this, this quarter, they collected $112 million of net income, where at the same time last year, they collected only $80.7 million, of net, uh, million dollars of net income. So an increase of about $30 million in net income on $80 million is, is definitely a, a huge percentage growth. And here we can see earnings per basic share. It's compared for this quarter. Again, it's record compared compared to the previous quarters. So this quarter, this quarter is about point is 68 cents earnings per basic share. Last year, same quarter was 49 cents per basic share. So now we're gonna take a look at the red flags Lazy FA gives us. This is just gonna be a, a, another method to look at uh, the data we were just looking at. Again, we'll take a look at the quarter. Here we can see revenue outpacing cost of revenue. Gross profit is, again, like I mentioned, the highest growth profit they collected in any quarter since 2009. It might be earlier than that, but that's as far as I'm looking at right now. Right now, if we're, if we're looking at revenue versus cost of revenue, it does not seem like anything has changed. Quarter 3 always seems to be the highest of the two. And it always seems to be a one-to-one -one ratio of revenue growth percentage due to cost of revenue growth and this year's this this quarter is the same so that doesn't throw any anything crazy for me it does seem like next quarter does they do show negative revenue growth and negative cost of revenue let's take a look at gross margin versus profit margin hopefully we'll see that profit margin at least stays the same um, or has increased and it has increased profit margin for this quarter was 13.1 percent where the same time last quarter was 9.9%. .9%.
So growth on profit margin is increasing year to year. And that's what we're seeing this company collect a, 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 a higher gross profit this year compared to every other quarter. Gross margin seems to be pretty, pretty flat. Um, it definitely is increasing still. Last year, it was 33.9. This year, it's 37.5. So that's actually really good to see. Um, so balance sheet is definitely giving good signs right now in a quarter-to-quarter -quarter basis. Next, let's take a look at the balance sheet. So in the balance sheet, we're going to have the total assets, um, total liabilities, total debt, and cash and cash equivalents. So like I mentioned before, right, we're only going to take a look at the quarterly data today. So here we can see total assets increasing um, quarter to quarter. Com this year, we at uh, quarter three, we have $2.17 where same time last year, we had $1.83 So definitely a nice increase in total assets. And here we can see the graph perfectly. Total liabilities, unfortunately, last quarter and this quarter have been its highest liabilities range and we'll see where that's coming from because we can see it's not due to total debt so total debt it's zero in this company so we would have to see where this um, liabilities are, are building up especially in the last two quarters and that we'll take a look at next but 1.03 billion um, so it seems to be a two to one asset to debt ratio which is not not horrible i would wish for it to be to be a little lower than that but um, we'll take a look at where these liabilities are coming from. Cash and cash equivalents have been up there. It's not at its all-time high. Hopefully, they're using this money to pay off. But they have about $584 million of cash and cash equivalents. So a little, a little over half compared to its total liabilities. Let's take a look at the red flags to see if we can, if we can see anything happening here. So here again, we're in the red flags of the balance sheet. We'll take a look at the quarter data. We were just looking at these, but it's just another way to be able to see. So here we can see assets are huge portion compared to its liabilities over a two to one ratio. Shareholder equity has been going up and it's at its all time high since, let's see, since 2012 so right now shareholder equity is 1.05 million and the way to calculate that is you do your total assets minus your total liabilities and that's what the shareholders are holding but that's good to see it it's definitely gone up and it has gone up from the last quarter this year uh same quarter last year so right now 1.13 billion dollars of shareholder equity where same time last year was 1.01 billion dollars an increase of about $110 million in shareholder equity. Now here's what I wanted to see of where this liability is increasing. Uh, so we can see the most liabilities is coming from is payables. And this is just what this company needs to pay its suppliers. Same time last year was 429 million. So same time last year, payables was 429 million. This year's 435 million. But here we can see why why we've seen that increase in liabilities, um, especially starting it peaked last quarter. But we can see the most um, liability distribution is increased due to payables. Uh, but it's not it's not a huge amount. Four hundred and thirty five. This company has enough cash and cash equivalents to be able to pay that. But it is good to see 
where this where this liabilities are coming from. Here we can see that 41% of his total assets is his cash and cash equivalents. That's good to see. That means this company doesn't have a lot of inventory. And uh, for a company that sells for that sells products, I don't like there to be high inventory because it means they're to me it means they're not selling stuff. And right here, 16%, I think it's a reasonable number of, of, of inventory items. It doesn't seem to be increasing. Let's see if we can take off everything and see just inventory and how it's growing. So inventory, it's actually a pretty pretty normal compared to its, it looks like it's on its average, which again, good to see, nothing, nothing throwing me a red flag there. But here, we, Lazy FA gives us this red flag that I'm, I'm shaking right now. And right here, it's just telling us that liability growth percentage-wise is growing at a faster rate than assets are growing. So percentage-wise, liabilities are growing faster than growth, um, than assets. But we can look at, if we take a look real quick at the assets and versus liability chart, we can see liabilities at the moment have no true hold on assets. So assets is a nice two to almost a two to one ratio. And that's really good to see. So finally, we're going to take a look at the cash flow statement. In cash flow statement, I really only care about one thing, and that's net cash flow from operations. This company is collecting about $346 million um, from net cash flow this quarter alone. Um, this is yearly. Let's take a look at it quarterly. So this quarter, it's collected $176 million of cash flow. It did drop down compared to a year ago where it collected $188 million. So that's not, I, I definitely not a fan of seeing that decrease in uh, cash flow from operations. So the final thing is we're gonna take a look at price to earning ratio metrics compared to uh, Latin in quarterly format. So this quarter price to earning ratio is 20.71% compared to its past few quarters where it's been above 25 last year was 33 the i mean last quarter was 33.8 the quarter before that was 34 and the quarter before that 28 the quarter before that 25 so right now it seems to be at its one of its lowest price to earnings ratio in a long in a long quarter so that's definitely something something to to keep in mind for so now let's just do a quick a quick overview right so income statement we have revenue increasing high Overall, highest revenue collected since, as far as we can see, 2009. Gross cost of revenue also it's uh, has not moved compared to its last quarter, so a higher gross profit per quarter. Net income, net income. This has been its highest quarter collecting of net income, which is good to see. And earnings per basic share at its all-time high compared to previous, as far as we can see, 2009. So right now, the income statement for me is giving me a buy, right? We have revenue increasing all-time quarters, cost of revenue increasing, um, cost of revenue staying pretty flat quarter to quarter compared to last year. So that means gross profit increased, their net income all-time high, and their earnings per basic share all-time high in quarter to quarter basis looking at 2009. So income statement definitely telling me to buy. Next, let's take a look at the balance sheet. The balance sheet quarter to quarter we see total assets increasing unfortunately total liabilities are also increasing but as we saw before that's due to its payables to its payables uh, but 
to me, it, it it's not a huge jump in its total liabilities to, to really scare me off. Here we can see payables. These past two quarters have been pretty high. Excuse me. But it's cash and cash equivalents. Still a healthy number. So for me, balance sheet is kind of not truly giving me a buy or giving me a sell. It's giving me a, a, a neutral position. Nothing too. It's not scaring me off this this company, but it's not really throwing me into this company. So right now, with metrics giving me this such a low price to earnings ratio of twenty point seven compared to lower lower, its lowest compared to the previous quarters. I would have to give Logitech a moment a buy. So I will give Logitech a buy. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Like I mentioned, Lazy FA makes it so easy to look at all this information, which makes these episodes go pretty fast. I'm curious, would you buy or pass on Logitech based on the information we just saw? Also, don't forget to subscribe to get updates on new videos and check out my website, josenaharo.com, where I have my podcast if you guys just want to listen to these on your drive to work. Have a good night, guys, and see you next time.